went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. Nico Rosberg, what have you just done? Yes, you've just become world champion and you've announced retirement as a world champion. I mean, I am still shocked. I know you're shocked as well, Mithila. I can't believe it. Nico Rosberg, world champion, has retired from Formula One. That is five days after winning his first ever Formula One world championship. And let me tell you, the most hilarious tweet that I have read on this subject yet is that This was Rosberg's first retirement since the 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. (laughs) Thank you, Bad F1 Stats, for this hilarious Bad F1 statistic. (laughs) Well, of all people who could be shocked by this news, you know who's shocked, Kunal? It's Usain Bolt. (laughs) Usually such information does not stay a secret in the Formula 1 paddock. But I'm so surprised that this one did. And... To think of it, the man who almost always knows it all, Eddie Jordan, he did not know of this announcement coming up as well. Hell, we didn't know either and we know pretty much everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Bernie Ecclestone might not be a very happy man at this moment because he's lost uh, Jensen Button, Felipe Massa and Nico Rosberg. Some really top names in the span of a single season or maybe half a season. By the way, Nico Rosberg was the first ever Formula 1 driver to debut on the Inside Line F1 podcast. Kunal, we should put a link in again now. (laughs) (laughs) So in this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast, we're going to talk about Nico Rosberg and Nico Rosberg and Nico Rosberg and Kunal, some more Nico Rosberg. (laughs) Yes, although I am even more keen to talk about who Mercedes is going to replace him with. I'm sure that's a question on a lot of people's minds. So Nico Rosberg actually informed Mercedes on Monday, the day after winning, that he's going to retire. And Kunal, I'm sure that they did not believe him (laughs) because they probably thought that he's still drunk from the night before. (laughs) (laughs) Or hungover. (laughs) Yeah, and they just probably ignored him. (laughs) But think of it this way. Mercedes has been let down by both their drivers In the span of a week, I mean, Hamilton disobeyed them in Abu Dhabi and that became massive news. And look at Nico Rosberg. He has quit unexpectedly, shockingly, at a time when every other top driver is signed up for the coming season. And frankly, I would have thought that Hamilton would have retired before Nico Rosberg to go and pursue his much-spoken-about music career. Honestly, we've been seeing a lot more of Nico Rosberg singing publicly than Lewis Hamilton, you know, (laughs) on the podium, in the car, all of that. (laughs) But I really, really wish we could have seen a proper Hamilton versus Rosberg battle next season as well. You know, with both of them as world champions fighting it out, that would have been like a brilliant climax. Yeah, and to think of it, and you know, while you and I keep talking about the kind of pressure Nico Rosberg 
has been through trying to beat Hamilton every single season of their racing, even outside of Formula 1. It somewhat just adds up now when you think of it that the pressure was this much and who would have actually thought of it this way? And like I said, that too for so many years. And Kunal, let's not forget the pressure of constantly having to live up to his father's image and all those comparisons. But why the hell did he do it? And honestly, as someone who's been watching Nico Rosberg all through the season, I feel disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, you feel disappointed you supported a driver who won his first world championship and now has retired. Okay, I I don't get that. But (laughs) so I think one of the reasons why Rosberg decided to retire was because he did not want to choose between number one and number six on his car for the coming season. (laughs) So Kiki Rosberg had actually dropped a hint about this in his post-race interview on Sunday. And he said that the pressure on Nico had been just so much that he might just decide to quit tomorrow. (laughs) But no one believed him or thought he was serious. Yeah, I mean, I I remember reading this and I thought, what is Keke even talking about? I'm sure they're ordering a few more beers tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And and here's another interesting piece of history. So after Kiki Rosberg won the World Championship in 1982, his performance dipped. You know, he never had quite the performance to nail it through, quite the car supporting him. So I'm sure Rosberg has also seen his father and his dip after being world champion and how he kind of faded away in the years after. And like he said, he's actually back to being a husband and a dad again or something to that effect. Personally, I feel that Rosberg's call is extremely ballsy, you know, to reach the pinnacle and then to quit on a high. I mean, he's going to be an unbeaten champion and he's going to be unbeaten by Lewis Hamilton for this season at least. (laughs) And let's remember... Nico Rosberg has beaten Michael Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton, two of the greatest drivers of all times. And I know people will laugh right now, and that's the purpose of the podcast, but there's already a poll running whether Nico Rosberg is the greatest one-time Formula One drivers champion after all. Wow. (laughs) Dukunal, the one person who's going to be really annoyed about all of this is Lewis Hamilton. So, of course, Nico Rosberg stole Lewis Hamilton's thunder by going and winning that world championship. And now suddenly, no one's going to be talking about Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes and what Mercedes should do with him. Instead, they're all going to be talking about Nico Rosberg's retirement. And come to think of it, Hamilton's also going to be annoyed that he cannot get his revenge back on Nico Rosberg. (laughs) (laughs) So Nico said that he's quitting because, you know, he's achieved his target of being a world champion and that's it for him. He said he's climbed his mountain. Yeah, he did. And I find that a little strange because, Kunal, I would imagine that when you're a racing driver, it's the passion that drives you, you know, to constantly strive to do better or faster or win more. It's not like you're a salesman with a sales target that once you achieve the target, you're done and you can pack your bags and go home. I guess it's true for every sport and not just Formula One. But the quick question on everyone's mind is, who will Mercedes sign up as Nico Rosberg's replacement? I'm sure Toro Wolf's phone has been ringing non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Bernie should just step in and offer us the dream driver pairing we've been dying to see. Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. Yes, and there was some really interesting banter on social media between the Mercedes and between Max Verstappen's social Twitter handles. And I think everyone should go and see those handles. But talking of Bernie Ecclestone, you know, while we said at the start of the podcast that he's going to be an unhappy man with three big names retiring this season, 
he also now knows that it's on him and the onus is on him to make sure that he helps Mercedes sign a star driver to ensure that Hamilton remains challenged and that will be the the story for the coming season. Hey, Rio Haryando is looking for a Formula 1 return. <laughs> <laughs> and on a more serious note, so in my view, there should be Fernando Alonso, Nico Hülkenberg and Valtteri Bottas and probably many more drivers and i'm sure that these drivers and their management must be reading their contracts at this very moment with magnifying glasses and if i may just put it out there my heart is rooting for nico hulkenberg i mean imagine him moving from renault to mercedes without having driven a single lap in that yellow car <laughs> and also i think new driver contracts probably start from 1st of january 2017 so like i'm not sure but maybe this could just make things a little easier for hulkenberg i meant well the whole world is praying and rooting and hoping that it's going to be fernando alonso <laughs> <laughs> so is my brother gunjan and uh, honestly it'll be awesome to see alonso and hamilton as teammates again that too in a mercedes okay and bernie should just make this happen it will be the best thing for the business of formula 1 since maybe 2007 <laughs> but looking at fernando alonso's luck there is a great chance that he will move to mercedes and then red bull will start dominating in 2017 <laughs> and hey kunal another name to look out for valtteri bottas who we all know is actually managed by toro wolf That's an interesting name but to me Felipe Massa in some way has exposed Valtteri Bottas in the last couple of years. So I don't know if he's got that raw pace or you know we've all known that he's got talent but the results aren't really there to speak about it. But uh, talking of Mercedes I think they'll be in two minds. The first would be that they would ideally want to manage next year given the change in regulations and in which case they might want to look for somebody with experience okay. or they might want to groom future drivers to make sure that if and when hamilton goes they have somebody to fall back on and uh, you know with this regard there could be even a pascal verline or an esteban ocon i'm sure mercedes's priority next year is going to be winning the constructors championship so you know irrespective of which route they choose their eyes are always going to be on that prize they might also pull jensen button out of retirement or sabbatical as he smartly <laughs> called it and i'm just imagining a button hamilton pairing and that sounds pretty interesting too kunal we know that rosberg did it this year but jensen button has actually also beaten lewis hamilton in the past he was hamilton's first ever teammate to beat lewis hamilton and wow history comes a full circle yeah and well i still think hulkenberg he's quick and guess what he's also german so kunal is also a grand prix winning driver who does not have a racing seat in 2017 Pastor Maldonado. <laughs> <laughs> in in the Force India battle, Pascal Verline lost out to Esteban Ocon, like we all know, and maybe now that's a blessing in disguise. And you know, Pascal Verline might just strike gold with Mercedes. And obviously, I am rooting for my favorite driver, Checo Sergio Perez. So we know that he's been eyeing a Ferrari seat come 2018. And hey, a Mercedes seat could do well too, right? That to a season <laughs> before. <laughs> hey, I think he'd take that. But imagine this: whoever Mercedes signs, they might end up disrupting another team's composition. McLaren at this moment might just end up with Stoffel Van Dorn in 2017. Similarly for Force India with Esteban Ocon, 
or Williams with Lance Stroll. So they will end up disrupting somebody else for sure. However, let me put it this way. If they hire Daniel Ricciardo, they'll actually solve Red Bull Racing's problem of plenty. Well, Ricciardo goes to Mercedes. Carlos Sainz Jr. moves to Red Bull Racing. Piers Gasly moves into Toro Rosso. Daniel Kivat keeps being Daniel Kivat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also true of if Verstappen moves to Mercedes. Yes. However, at this moment, in my view... Red Bull Racing might be somewhat open to letting Ricciardo go, but not Max Verstappen. If I were Red Bull Racing, I would never, ever, ever let Verstappen go. <laughs> I would not let Ricciardo go as well. I mean, he has been a brilliant driver. Maybe even Sebastian Vettel. So he's been pretty displeased at Ferrari. It would be epic for Mercedes to have a four times and a three times world drivers champion pairing. <laughs> and Kunal, let's not forget that Vettel is German as well. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the only way Mercedes will get a top driver is if there is an exit clause they could trigger. Which at this moment, you know, all, all fingers would point to Fernando Alonso. Maybe just Sebastian Vettel or, for that matter, Kimi Raikkonen. Again, I'm only talking of top drivers. But let me tell you that it might also be a messy legal fight that could be staring at them if they were to go poaching another driver from a team. So, it's not going to be easy for Mercedes in the coming few months. And Kunal, that's why we've called it Formula One's Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thanks to Nico Rosberg. This is our third episode of the week. Uh, we thank everyone for tuning in and for listening to us. And of course, we will be back next week as well. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.